angelic than I thought it was gonna come out. It was beautiful. I'll never be able to replicate that. I'm so disappointed. I think cherubs took over my voice. Seriously? There's something angelic in that little nine that you gave me. Oh man, it is all downhill from here. <laughs> Welcome to Slap a Title on It. Today we're going to talk about our hobbies, because we all know that you want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I don't understand Pinterest, so I can't have a Pinterest account, so how else are you going to hear about it? Oh man, it took me so long to figure out Pinterest. Please don't judge me. <laughs> oh, it's taking me forever, and like, I'm a mom, I'm supposed to know this shit inside and out, like, baby's supposed to come out, and then you're like, ooh, I've got my stock shares in Pinterest, let's do this. Um, and that didn't happen with me. I'm still as inept as the day I was born, never mind my son. <laughs> it's fine, I only really joined so I could make uh make sure i could uh pin all kinds of crochet stuff and that's my hobby i crochet and i also really like stand-up comedy and crafting as a whole oh and watching a lot of movies i am the pop culture nerd <laughs> i used to be and then i just stopped i don't know <laughs> like i don't know where i was going with that i wanted you i was probably had a kid and that's probably what stopped you know it. what i was gonna say that and then i realized no i can't keep blaming my child for things that i did <laughs> <laughs> um that's my hobby no i'm kidding um <laughs> <laughs> blaming my child for things i can't do anymore <laughs> yeah. um no i just stopped doing it i, I don't know i think i just started working too much and then we don't have cable, so it became an effort to try and figure out what was coming out, and then I just realized I didn't care. <laughs> oh, I don't have, I haven't had cable since uh, 2012. Humble brag. <laughs> 2009. You haven't had cable since 2009? Nope. Oh, baller. Right? 10 years, You're, baby. I know, anytime I'm actually watching television, how can anyone handle these? There's so many commercials. Oh my They're god! They're so obnoxious. Watch anything. <laughs> also, our hobbies is going on tangents that have nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you have a million hobbies. I do. I well, I'm an esthetician by trade, but that's more so your hobby morphing into your job. Uh, so skincare is really more so my main focus, not so much like nails and pedicures and body shit. I don't care about that, but skincare, uh, yes, please. Uh, thank you. Um, I also love to work out, um, but I don't think I'm in your face about it. Not anymore. There was definitely a time where I was like, I'm going to the gym. And if I don't talk about it on Facebook, then how will you know I even worked out? Yeah, I used um, to work out like five hours a day. Yeah, it was it was nuts. And when I started going back to the gym, Justin was like, uh, "Can you can you not go for four hours? Because I'd like to see you again. That's that'd be great." Um, <laughs> so, and definitely having a kid and uh, only allowing your kid to be there at the gym for two hours prevents you from being at the gym for four hours. That's um, probably a good thing. <laughs> but. Uh, and then I don't know if, like, hanging out with your kid is a hobby, but I do enjoy that. 
have well, that's a pretty good. Yeah, I got a two-year-old. He's pretty sweet. Although he's been giving me all sorts of attitude lately. Like I asked oh. him to put a bowl or uh, his old bowl of yogurt in the sink, and he was like, "No, please put your bowl in the sink. No, please put your bowl in the sink. Why?" Oh, <laughs> oh, a bitch would, Woody. <laughs> okay. He put his bowl in the sink, by the way. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Motherfucking right. Pardon you me. also have a very uh, not so common interest in a lot of religions. You know more about any religion than I've ever known of anyone to know oh, about really? a religion. Well, yeah. thank you. Well, like Scientology being one of the big ones. Yeah, I was like, I think we should really sort of break down what she mean, you mean by that. But uh, I yeah, she's find... not religious. She's yeah, not, I'm not going religious. to church every Sunday. No, nor do I, um, nor do I, like, uh, read about religions because I'm trying to seek out my own spirituality. Like, I, I mean, I'm sure I'm doing that on some level, but I'm more into, like, the weird culty aspects of religions and just how, like, why does the human mind need to have an answer for everything? Because I personally don't need that. Um... And just how far it's willing to go in order to feel like safe and secure. And it's, you have the Jonestown murders of the seventies where, you know, Jim Jones convinced 900 people to feed themselves and their children arsenic and die. Yeah. yeah. So like, how, what, what makes your brain get there? So it's just. That's more so what she means by, like, you know more about, like, I know more about, like, weird religions and, like, culty religions and probably nowhere near as much as most, but that is what I like to look up when I'm, you know, when the kid's napping. <laughs> <laughs> Could I do housework? Could I vacuum? Could I even take a class, learn French? Sure. But I'd rather learn about weird cults. Yeah, fair enough. Whenever <laughs> I'm Googling stuff, I'm usually Googling stand-up comedy stuff. Or, uh, now let's be fair, 90% of the time I'm Googling crochet stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's uh, most of the time, like 90% of the time I'm Googling skincare items. But uh, when that doesn't excite me, when I need just something with a little bit more meat behind it well you're my skincare yoda <laughs> oh i am yeah well you've let well my skin used to be so dry and now it's not as wow. dry i think it's not as dry because i don't drink any water but <laughs> uh before this podcast i had disclosed to janine that i had only peed twice today which blows my mind because well, I... three times three times including my first morning pee Oh, I thought you were going to be like, three times, including right now. <laughs> <laughs> and including you right... You just hear trinkle, or trickles. <laughs> uh, no. And then you do like a pee shiver. <sighs> uh. <laughs> Those pee shivers, they don't come very often. I think it's something that's more male than female. Yeah, maybe. Because Justin talks about the, 
Yeah, like Justin talks about pee shivers all the time, and I'm like, mm, I don't really know what that is. Maybe because we sit down when we pee. So does Justin sometimes in the morning. He's like, I'm not standing to do that. Are you kidding me? I'm so tired. He could barely make it to the bathroom. I am disclosing way too much. <laughs> no, no. I think a lot of men, their first pee in the morning is usually a sit down. A sit down area. Yeah. usually coincides with a morning. Uh, Dookie. <laughs> Dookie. <laughs> you know, one of those nice clean yourself out first thing in the morning. Situation. A morning pincher. <laughs> morning squeeze <laughs> i normally get mine during a coffee break oh yeah and i know this is common knowledge but the first time i had one of those um coffee shits nitro coffee from starbucks oh nitro coffee oh my god i don't know what they put in that stuff but that makes you want to go real quick after you're done <laughs> Well, I always think it's so funny, too, whenever you see online and on Instagram, like all these fitness gurus uh, talking about, you know, what they do to be fit. And they're like, I drink my skinny coffee like I wouldn't go a day without it. And it's like every coffee is skinny coffee if you drink enough of it. Have you drank four pots of coffee and not shit? Find me someone who has drank four pots of coffee and not shit. And I will tell you they're dead. <laughs> It's so, it's so true. It does. Especially if you drink just black coffee, but iced coffee usually does it for me. It's like, oh, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, man. For me, it's like regular coffee and I'm lactose intolerant. So if I get like a regular coffee with like regular milk in it or heaven forbid cream, oh, man, it's like turbo abort. It's like in, uh, what is it, scary movie when the guy like splooges and she blasts up to the ceiling, yeah. but <laughs> his whole body just like completely gets like sucked out because his whole essence <laughs> is going through his penis. That's pretty much how I would feel. Minus the dick splooge. Oh, that's not pleasant. No. <laughs> you know what's really good that they have at Starbucks right now? It's called like the almond honey latte. Really? am. Oh, man, Coffee is also a hobby of mine. Oh, I just like God. to drink it all the time. I love coffee, but I can't have more than two cups a day or I get the jitters. I am the same way. However, um, I don't care. <laughs> Normally, I stay within my two cups of coffee, but every now and then I'm like, I just want a little bit more. Just a little bit. It won't hurt me this time. <laughs> Wrong. if i have one more just one and i'm wrong every time and i'm just sitting there going oh god why did i do this this was a terrible mistake <laughs> i've made a horrible mistake <laughs> i know i love it i love the taste of coffee i drink it black i drink it with whipped cream i drink uh one of those bulletproof coffees with the butter mm. i got the mtc oil from costco that you can do in it to add fat content to make a bulletproof yeah, coffee. Yeah, that will also make you have uh, turbo dumps. To the bathroom. Oh yeah, 100%. They just lube you up. I like how this went from podcast on hobbies to what makes you shit? <laughs> Slap a title on it! <laughs> <laughs> so, let's get back to hobbies now. Now, 
Since Nine is my skincare guru, I felt it would be a good idea to toss out a little bit of skincare knowledge to anyone who's listening right now. And so I have tasked my Nine to <laughs> <laughs> to give us five tip roonies and uh, of how to take better care of your skin and things to avoid. I, I don't know if this is going to be like earth shattering and I'm sure most people, some people might know, some people might not. Um, I mean, there's the obvious, like, don't use St. Ives, don't use Dove's bar soap on your skin. Dove bar soap will strip your skin. Uh, St. Ives will cut your skin. So stripping and cutting, not really things want associated with your skin. Um, but besides that, uh, I think some like common like myths, misconceptions, um, one that you can move or you can use makeup wipes to remove makeup and you're done. No. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, makeup wipes should really only be used when you don't have water near you. It should be like emergency measures only. Uh, like if you're on a plane, on a train, automobile, um, anything like that. Anywhere where you don't have running water, you can use wipes as like a last resort. But if that's your main staple, no. Uh, and if you're wondering why your skin's not improving, it's because you're really not cleaning your skin. You're just taking off like a tiny little like speckle of layer of, of your makeup. Following makeup removal myths, um, you just need to do a quick little cleanse and you're good. Again, no, you don't have to spend hours and hours and hours, but if you're wearing makeup or if you're wearing sunscreen, you definitely want to break that down with like some sort of like oil or balm cleanser, but rub it in your skin for like a good 30 seconds. Like really rub it in there. Give it your skin like a good like 30, 60 seconds of a cleanse. Break your skin with it. Oh, sorry. I have an itchy back and it's, it's distracting me. Um, <laughs> cleanse your skin with it and then rinse it off you'll notice that like your skin feels a lot cleaner a lot more open uh when you actually take a little bit of time to wipe it off your face um third myth uh that ooh my phone was on that was a big no no third myth that you need something like granule to exfoliate your face not true a lot of the times granules are not good if you have acne, if you have sensitive skin, if you are on medication that makes you photosensitive, anything like that. If you have like a gritty exfoliator, it could be too much and why your skin's not improving. There are different types of exfoliators. You can get like a powder exfoliator and it has uh, enzymes and they eat the dead skin. Uh, you can get uh, AHAs. This is getting too technical. <laughs> um, <laughs> that can help to break the bonds and exfoliate your skin. But you do not, if you can feel an exfoliator, do not use that daily. That will destroy your skin. Um, fourth myth that oily skin does not need a moisturizer. This is not true. Uh, an oily skin needs the right kind of moisturizer, but it needs a moisturizer at the end of the day because uh, it's skin. You still have skin at the surface, and 
uh, that skin still needs to be hydrated and taken care of and protected. And that's what a moisturizer is for. So if you have oily skin, it is not true that uh, you don't need a moisturizer. And the fifth myth is that it's a twofold. I feel like it's like an A and B myth where some people think that you, if you have oily skin, you can't use a skin oil. Not true. You totally can. You just need to find the right one. And the second part of that myth is that if you have oily skin, then you should use an oil because oil cancels out, cancels out oil. Also not true. Different oils are made obviously differently. They have different components. They feel different. If you pick up and touch um, olive oil, it feels vastly different than if you touch coconut oil and they go into your skin differently, everything like that. Same goes for like beauty oils without getting too much into it. There's dry oils and fatty oils. Blah, blah, blah. So main advice, do your research, follow people on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, whatever, your TikTok, your actually no, don't do TikTok. TikTok has a lot of misinformation because it's nothing but like young kids. Don't get any information from TikTok. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're not there yet. <laughs> um uh to find out more information on like skincare, but a lot of like information that gets and don't follow beauty gurus. If they are a makeup artist and their branding and how they promote themselves on YouTube is as a makeup artist and doing things makeup related. Do not follow their skincare advice because it's odds are good. It is not good. <laughs> like it's just misinformation and not good. Yeah. That's why I don't trust anyone except you now. <laughs> And there are trustworthy sources online, like there's the like goddess of all skincare. Her name's Caroline Hirons. She's a British lady, and she's absolutely brilliant. Uh, she's worked in the industry for 25 years. She has been a consultant in uh, with beauty brands on how to um, basically market their products, uh, what they can do, what their full potential of their product is. So, like. Um, one thing, uh, actually is <clears throat> a perfect example is the chamomile, uh, cleanser from the body shop. If you actually look on the directions, it says like how to use it. And it's like applied directly on dry face, like massage, and uh, emulsify all the products and then add water, rinse off. Um, and that was on the con consultation of Caroline Hirons. Uh, she's been a facialist in England for years. She knows how products work. She knows the science behind them. And she tells different brands, like, you have this product and it has, like, this ingredients. And you're advertising it for this. But it also has, like, this hidden benefit of, like, you could add it to do this. And, like, she's extremely, extremely so smart. Um, very well versed in the industry. She's a great person to follow. Nadine Baggett. Uh, who else is really good? These are all like British people. Sally Hughes, but that's more beauty and makeup. Again, more British people. I like, I just like listening to British people. I like their voices. <laughs> so I yeah, listen. I can understand that. I listen to a lot of British and, uh, 
English, Scottish, not so much Irish. Well, no, I do listen to some Irish, but um, yeah, there is some good, but it tends to be hot and flashy. She's a YouTuber. She's in her 50s. She's so good and so smart and so well-researched. There's good people out there. It's just very few and far between, and they tend to not be famous. Or not famous, but, like, they don't tend to be huge, huge, huge because they're mature, and they're, like, you you know, that's not who's making the bucks these days. Yeah, I guess. But... No, it's not. Yeah, I guess mainly young people are all making a ton of mm -hmm. money on their uh, social media and stuff because young people speak to the young people. What was Sorry. the name of that um, company that you like? That it's got the pink and white bottle or the packaging. It's like pretty simple, and you indeed. Post it oh yeah, that's what it's indeed yeah. Do they sell it at every shoppers or? I'm pretty sure they sell it at every shoppers. Whether they do, I know they don't do the full product line at all shoppers because um, their exfoliator is like a powder exfoliator and it's enzyme based and it's stunning. Um, but you don't sell that in store. It's only online. And I think you can only find their collagen booster um, in certain stores, but not online. Uh, I think they have. They've got like a couple other products that are amazing, but you can only get them online. Well, I guess that's pretty smart then to avoid overhead and stuff like that on those products. And also too, like it's like the way that it works is shoppers will buy the product from, um, from indeed. And then, uh, so they only like buy like certain SKUs that are going to be like top sellers. Yeah, it's true. So, like, random moisturizers and things like that. Not something that's a crazy exfoliant that not many people are going to be versed in. Right? And, like, uh, although, which is crazy because um, it's really good. And there's one exfoliator that is, like, a cult classic. And, like, everyone loves it if they're, like, looking for this specific type. Um, and it's by Dermalogica. And it's, like, a rice enzyme powder. And it's super expensive. You get like the tiny little amount for like 40 bucks and it, you know, you can go through it pretty quickly. And uh, you get twice the amount in the Indeen bottle and I think it's like 20 bucks. So you get twice the amount for half as much. Mm -hmm. Hey, what's the deal with all the vitamin C um, moisturizers and stuff for eyes lately? I keep seeing brand new vitamin C. <laughs> I'm like, what? That, How's that helping the under eye? Right? So that is more so trends in the makeup market bleeding over into skincare. So um, for the past, I don't know, like four or five years, brightening under your, like the under eye area has oh, been a yeah. huge makeup trend. Like huge, huge, huge. You see all these people like doing like the banana powder and all that stuff. And now skincare is kind of adopting it and... Uh, you know, people want to not have those like dark spots under their eyes. And so they're marketing vitamin C and vitamin C is really beneficial in reducing um, pigmentation, but like dark circles under the eyes, it's, I don't know, be, like if, if you're kind of seeing skincare that's ubiquitous and what I mean by that is if you're 
seeing like a particular ingredient advertised all the time, it's trending. Like it's, and I don't mean like retinol, like retinol has been proven to be anti-aging and along with sunscreen, retinol and sunscreen are the two single, like if you only need, want to do two skincare items for your skincare, you'd have to do three because of cleanser. But anyway, retinol at night, sunscreen in the morning, you're done. Your skin will look okay. It won't be the best, but it won't look like you didn't do nothing. Anyway, um, <clears throat> we'll just edit that out. Yeah, sure. You're super sexy. <laughs> I might just leave it in just to keep the sex appeal on the show. <laughs> no, you don't want to lose the audience, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I completely forgot what I was saying. Um, but, you know, like vitamin C in an eye cream, like, you get pigmentation from the sun, right? Like, it's your melanin yeah. turning, and then it gets to a point where it just stays that way. So, and your eyes have the thinnest tissue of the rest of your face. It's pretty, pretty thin there. So it's pretty vulnerable. And we don't tend to put sunscreen there because of how vulnerable it is. It's too delicate and sunscreen's too heavy. So your eyes do tend to be more susceptible to getting pigmentation in that area. And now, <clears throat> um, the, uh, generation that sun worshipped is getting to an age where the impact is starting to show and it's really showing around their eyes. So that's another reason too why it's being so trendy, but then it's like passing down into younger generations and younger people because of the makeup trends. Yeah. So just... like, well, vitamin C in, in eye cream has always like, has it's been there. It's, you know, it's not anything new per se. Very few and far between uh, brands did it because vitamin C is a, difficult ingredient depending on what very like version you get the most pure form and like bioavailable is l-ascorbic acid but it is really unstable and so it just gets it doesn't <clears throat> stay potent um for very long if it's not in the most ideal conditions and it's expensive doing testing to try and get it into the most ideal conditions so not a lot of brands had it, but now that it's becoming like a thing and it's huge and popular and, you know, it's been passed, like made a big deal to have bright under eyes by the beauty community. So now you can be more digestible for skincare. More companies are willing to invest the money because it is trending. Oh. This is going to turn into a skincare like, podcast. <laughs> nah, it's just this episode we talk about hobbies, so that's why I'm talking about it more specifically in this episode. But if anyone has any questions for my nine, yeah, she, please let me know. She loves talking about uh, skincare stuff. Yeah, I will continue to talk about this the rest of the podcast if uh, I'm not put in my place. So, well, uh, maybe it's a good time to introduce our segment uh, called uh, "What the fuck is Instagram or social media trying to sell me?" I love the long name. I almost thought you fell off your chair, and I'm just settling from the heart attack of that. <laughs> I wasn't even leaning over. 
we're uh, we're facetiming everyone so that we can sort of have eye contact while we have a conversation and she just about scared the shit of me she was just like barely adjusting herself but it was just the angle of like the camera oh boy so what is instagram trying to sell us today um well recently i had an advertisement and it's for something called the Udi, and it's an oversized hoodie i think they're just trying to get on the same bandwagon as um the snuggie the blanket with those oh. sleeves so this is just a gigantic hoodie and it <laughs> describes itself as the warmest most scrumptious and utterly buttery piece of clothing you will ever own and, and uh <laughs> buttery yeah and so it's a big giant hoodie and the first thing i thought was uh why this is what it is janine okay what yeah the big giant hoodies so part of me is like okay, it looks like yeah. a billy eilish co costume yeah that's what uh my friend said when i sent it to her i'm like what do you think of this and she's like looks like something from billy eilish and i'm like no it's an actual uh comfortable thing but so i don't think it's meant to be worn outside but um <laughs> I just felt how horrifying it would be if you're like, yeah, I'm going to buy this oversized hoodie and you get it and it fits you perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, now That's a reality I, check. I have a lot of weird ads. This, what is this? I Chilu? just opened up the gram because I like to see like what it's going to immediately advertise to me. And the first thing was Dermalogica. I'm like, oh, you big brother bastard. Oh, this one is seed. What is this? Seed. It's improved digestion. I follow way too many social uh, healthy things that I don't follow. <laughs> that I don't follow uh, physically, but I like to look at the recipe. I just got an ad for curly fries, and that could not have been more on brand if you tried. Ooh, curly fries from where? McCain curly fries, like just like McCain curly uh, fries. That's awesome. I've been craving them too, so I'm like, oh, you're in my brain. No, they're good. They remind me of, um, you know, the cafeteria fries that used to get in high school. They're like seasoned. Or did you not have seasoned fries at your school? Oh, we had seasoned fries at our school. They were so delicious. And we had the best cookies. Oh, I know. The cookies oh, were so good. So good. Wait, so like, was it the same company that supplied all our high schools with? No. Because you went to Assumption. Assumption, that's right. And I went to Aldershot in Burlington. So you were Catholic. I'm not Catholic, Catholic. but I went, went to a Catholic, Catholic school. school. Yeah, yeah. It was like a three-minute walk. Hello. Yeah, I would do the same though. thing. It was amazing that three-minute walk, and I was always late. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! And I would let my boyfriend drive me home from school. Oh, look at you! Yeah, you're so Back nice. Yeah. We the amount of time it took to have to wait for his brother and another mutual friend that he used to drive home 
and his brother's friends that would be coming over, I could have made it home. But I still waited. Because <laughs> back in high school, that's when you only saw your significant other. was like uh, between classes, maybe at lunch, if you had the same lunch together or at the very end of the day before you had to go home. I never had a boyfriend in high school, so I don't know what that's about. <laughs> that sounds so depressing. It's not. Not really. It's probably better. <laughs> yeah, there's... Yeah, I just... Nobody interested me. Sorry, guys. Oh, I always dated people who are goofy and funny. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, look at this. You can buy disposable K-cup filters. <laughs> Wait, what? K-cup, you know, like for a Keurig, they're disposable oh. K-cup filters. I thought it was like a weird sex thing because I don't <laughs> use Keurigs. So I was like, what's a K-cup? Is that like the oh, size of... I have it at work. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, but it looks like, okay, it, it looks like a hairnet for a K-cup, but it looks so weird. It looks... Why would or you it look that? I know, it's like really, well, so if you have your own coffee grounds, you can put it inside oh. one of the things. It's like, oh, they say they're disposable, but they don't say they're green bin friendly, so. Yeah, I don't have a Keurig because it just seemed like pretty wasteful. They are pretty wasteful. I have an espresso machine and they have a special like recycling Thing they do with their pods uh but i love espresso it's my favorite i love espresso too we were actually talking about getting an espresso machine today it's so funny you say like it like a nespresso no espresso oh okay yeah no i'm not getting that george clooney bullshit i want hey. an actual hey <laughs> don't judge it it makes some good fucking coffee does it really Oh my god! And I have no idea. It's so funny. I go into. We just got an espresso store in Waterloo, and I went in there, and they're like, "Okay, so which ones do you want?" And I'm like, "Can you just show me the list? I just, I just know them by the color. I take the purple one. I take the orange <laughs> one. That gold one looks pretty good. Which one's this? I'll take one of those. <laughs> uh, those ones are colorful. Which that? It's special edition. Load them up. One of those. Take, I'll take a sleeve of those babies. <laughs> I'm the only one that drinks coffee in my house. Oh, and man. I have, I have a coffee maker, an iced coffee maker, and an espresso machine. It is just coffee or coffee and I. That's how much I think about it. It is just Justin and I. <laughs> I drink coffee and we have a broken coffee maker that we just have been using for like the last two or three years because we've just figured out a way to make it work and it's fine. Maybe it's that's it on Amazon and buy a new one. <laughs> you know what though? It's actually not that bad because it is a coffee machine that uh, comes with like a craft so you can actually put like a lid on it and walk around your house like you're at a fucking diner. Oh. And um... So if, like, you make yourself an entire pot of coffee and just sit at your desk like an idiot, like, man, I'm just going to get so hopped up on coffee and work. <laughs> um, but, uh, so it used to have, um, like, an actual machine where you'd pour the water in the back and then it would boil it, put it through the top, percolate, 
and all that jazz, but the actual like water part portion of it like broke somehow. And so now we just put like the filter on top and then just pour from a kettle instead of the actual like machine portion. So it isn't all still that, works. Like, isn't that potentially really messy though? If you're not an idiot, hmm. it's fine. It's not like super a filter. Messy. Like, is it a small filter that just fits in the top of the lid, or is it like a filter, like a coffee filter? It's like a coffee filter. Like, it's like know. the actual, like you know, you cone know how you filter? can sometimes, yeah, you know how you get those cone filters mm-hmm. and they're like single cup ones. This yeah. is like an oh, actual yeah. like ten cup filter, and it's just the way that it looks. Um, it just fits right on top of the craft, and then it would just slide underneath the machine so because the filter sits so perfectly on top of the craft we just put like the little cone filters in the number fours and then pour the water and you're good to go and how many cups does that machine make like 10 you guys drink 10 cups of coffee between the two of you yes because they're like 10 cups of coffee where like two cups is actually a cup oh yeah i get that it's like baby size cups not like an adult cup yeah, so like when, so if like Justin and I each drink two cups of coffee, that's the entire pot. Really? That's it? Oh, gee. No, there's more than that. That's, no, there's more than that. But yeah, we can drink more. We can drink an entire pot. Do you still get that peanut butter chocolate? Uh, we coffee? could, but we don't. Mm. It's still readily available to us, but we found a Bavarian chocolate that we really like, so we've been mm. on that train. I'm not a big fan of flavored coffee, but that peanut butter one was so the good. best. Oh, it's like the best iced coffee coffee. Ooh, that would be. I'll bring some. Yeah, br- bring it to me. Yeah, I'll mail next you some. You, next time you come to Ontario. Yeah, next time, because uh, <laughs> I actually don't think we touched on this in the last podcast, but... um. I don't live with Emily or not with, but like near her, we're a thousand miles apart. And that is because the housing market uh, where I used to live, where Emily currently lives is astronomical. Um, So (laughs) I uh, moved out to New Brunswick with my husband and my son. Um, We have family out here. So uh, it's just better lifestyle to live out here. So now Justin works from home. I'm a stay-at-home mom slash Aquafit instructor. Um, <laughs> but that's more so just to get me out of the house and, like, keep me active and and all that good stuff. Um, and to get Everett out of the house and meet people and all that jazz. Um, and so, yeah, we've been here for, it'll be three years this June. Wow, it doesn't yeah. seem like that long. No, it doesn't. Not at all. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But you're only in an hour time difference away. <laughs> yeah, so it's, I mean, it doesn't, it makes doing podcasts and stuff like this easy and even like flying home, while expensive, it's not like a huge, ch- well, it can be a chunk out of your day just going from the Toronto airport and everything, but it's not like a massive, like you're going to BC or whatever. That's a huge haul. Yeah, how long's the flight? Like an hour? No, it's longer than that. It's like two, two and a half hours, depending if you've got the jet stream or not. Oh, yeah, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad flight. Just enough to watch a couple TV shows or listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. 
Like a Joe Rogan podcast. Oh my gosh. I know. Uh, well, if uh, <clears throat> if you're interested in listening to more episodes of this podcast, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. The episode will stream directly on my website, which is emily-bossbos.com, or you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, and that's an, it for this episode of the podcast. Do you have anything else to add, Nine? Nine, which is German for no! <laughs> Nine! <laughs> I hope you all have a lovely week. Goodbye! Bye. <laughs>